Welcome to the Story Pirates Podcast. The Story Pirates take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. Now, if you're new to the Story Pirates Podcast, you can keep listening here for a hilarious story written by a real kid. Or, if you want to take the whole ride, head on back to Season 1, Episode 1 and start listening there. That episode is a great place to start. It's called I Love a Ghost slash Fred the Carrot. But whether you're a new listener or a longtime listener, we're so excited to share with you a brand new story right here every week until Season 6 comes out later this year. And one of those stories is coming up right after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! If you live in the Midwest United States, you can bring your kids to see Story Pirates live on the Amazing Adventure Tour, proudly sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. You can find tickets at storypirates.com live. Shows feature Eric from the Story Pirates podcast and Peter hosting in Wisconsin and Illinois. The Amazing Adventure Tour is headed to these cities in May. Iowa City, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Akron, Ohio, Plainfield, Indiana, Milwaukee and Madison, Wisconsin, featuring Peter, Skokie and Joliet, Illinois, also featuring Peter. We really would love to see you there. That ticket link again is storypirates.com slash live. Now back to the show. Hey, grown-ups! If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from Episode 7 this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met and, as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream, and in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grown-ups and probably older kids. Grown-ups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. Ah, wow. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. We were just bored and said, hey, why don't we write a story? I have a huge imagination. If you only use your eyes, then you'll see less stuff. How do our brains even come together? Like, it's so cool. We inspire each other. And the world will never be the same. The Story Pirates. Hey, Story Pirates podcast listeners. Lee here. Ah, fashion. A subject that I know a lot about. (laughs) You could say that I'm the most fashionable member of the Story Pirates. You could say that. And you should say that, because it's true. Take, for instance, this mustard cloak I'm wearing. Are you jealous? Are you envious? Of course you are! But enough about me and my impeccable mustard cloak. Today we have a story for you featuring a main character who is also 
a genre-defying, boundary-breaking fashion icon genius. In fact, I think you're going to find this fashion and this whole story to be out of this world. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, I'm Ariana. I'm 12 years old and I live in New Hampshire. This is my story, The Mutant and the Model. <laughs> Alexandra Garfunkel Neon Boy the Fourth, you come back here right this instant, young alien mutant. No, Mother, I don't think I shall. Clearly, I'm not appreciated on this planet, so maybe I'll go find another one that accepts me and my fashion for what we are. If you leave in that spaceship, you will not be welcome back. Oh, Mother, don't you see? I was never welcome in the first place. No. Alex, I... Goodbye, Mother! Alex, wait! No! Okay, Alexandrite, pull yourself together. Pretend that this is another one of your daily pleasure trips around the solar system. Just don't think about the fact that you no longer have a home. Ugh. Oh, no. My fuel gauge is critically low. I'll have to land on the nearest planet. Ah, there's planet Earth. Hmm, they don't know about us aliens, so it'll be essential to my survival that I be discreet. Oh, there, on the east coast of that continent. That looks like a nice, isolated spot to land. Bringing rocket boosters into alignment, slowly preparing for landing, and... Oops. We interrupt this program with breaking news. Just moments ago, a spaceship landed in the middle of Times Square during New York Fashion Week. We go now to our style and culture reporter on the scene, Sindel Waith. Sindel? Thanks, Ted. I'm here in the middle of Times Square where a rather garish-looking spaceship has destroyed an outdoor runway, frightening models, designers, and fashionistas alike. I haven't seen this kind of panic at Fashion Week since Tom Ford's 95 Gucci line. <laughs> Am I right? Do you guys remember that? It looks like the doors are opening. Let's watch. <gasps> Hello, people of Earth. I am... <gasps> what? Look at all the glamorous dresses. Why, this is a fashion show. Everyone, I come in the name of fashion. is trying to communicate with the crowd. But since none of us speak alien, his words are nonsensical and downright scary. In fact, I think that I'll join the panic myself. No, please. Oh, I wish that you could understand me. I understand you. <gasps> Sindel, what is it? What's happening? Ted, it seems that one of the fashion models knows how to speak the alien's language. Let's listen in and pretend we understand. Human model lady, you speak my language? Yes. You see, my father is a human, but my mother was an alien. So I can speak your language and English. Wow, what luck. Did you say you were a fashion designer? Yes. But my designs, like these here in my ship, were a bit too ahead of their time. Wow, these materials are like nothing I've seen before. Alex, would you like to work with me and create designs for Fashion Week? You had me at wow. Let's do it. 
Ted, it now seems the mutant and the model have gone inside the spaceship and have locked the doors. We can only assume they are up to no good and we should all be very afraid. From Times Square, this is Sindel Waith saying, run for your lives. Sindel, can you hear me? Well, folks, is this perhaps the beginning of the end? Is this alien friend or foe? We may not know until it's too late. And now over to Trip with Sports. Wow, Alex, your studio inside this ship is incredible. Your designs are so alien, but also so human. They were too human for my fellow aliens, and I fear that they'll be too alien for the humans. I understand that. I often feel that I'm caught between two worlds. But forget all of that and just design something for me. A half-alien, half-human model. You're right. Let's get designing. It's human fashion. It's human fashion. It's alien fashion. It's alien fashion. It's human fashion. Alien fashion. And now they're done. Yeah! Wow, you've converted alien fabrics into a human design. Yes, I wanted to create a dress of opaque blue with oblique angles. It's a technique I learned from my mother. Your mother? Yes, she's a famous intergalactic fashion designer. Wait, is your mother Alexandra Simon Neon Woman III? <laughs> of course you've heard of her. Who hasn't? I tried to sneak some of my avant-garde human-inspired designs into her most recent fashion show and, well, it didn't go well. I decided then and there that I had to leave to pursue my own path. And you have. Now, let's go out there and show these humans what you're all about. Yes, get ready, Fashion Week. Here we come. Hello, and welcome back to the news. It's been several hours since an alien spaceship crashed down in New York City. And while we may have all overreacted at first, it seems that things have gotten back to normal as the fashion show in Times Square is starting back up. We go now to Cindel Waith on the scene. Thanks, Ted. I'm here at Fashion Week where our next runway is about to begin, which I'm certain this time will not be interrupted by that alien. <laughs> Once again, I've spoken too soon. People of Earth. Ted, it seems that through some sort of alien translation device, we are now able to understand the visitor. I am Alexandrite Garfunkel Neon Boy IV, and I come... <gasps> in the name of fashion. Oh. Ted, I don't believe it. A fashion model has just burst out of the ship and taken the runway by storm, sporting fashions of opaque blues and oblique angles that are truly out of this world. <laughs> the crowd is loving it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I think it's safe to say that in a single outfit, Alexandrite has changed fashion forever. Nothing could be more surprising than this. <gasps> Alex, look! Another spaceship has arrived! Once again, just like my dismissal of Crocs, I have spoken too soon. That spaceship belongs to... my mother. Your mother? His mother? Mother has arrived. Mother, what are you doing here? I heard about your new alien-slash-human hybrid collection. How? It literally just started. It's not called fast fashion for nothing, darling. Hmm. 
So, did you come here to rain on my parade? My parade of fashion? That's exactly what I've come here to not do! Well, good luck trying to stop me from- wait, what? I was wrong to stifle your creativity. I just know how cruel this industry can be. And I worried that people wouldn't understand the brilliance of your work. You think my work is brilliant? It's human. It's alien. It's opaque. It's oblique, Alex. It's out of this world. Oh Wow, Ted. Not only have we witnessed the birth of a new era of fashion, but we've also seen a reunion that's out of this world. Yes, Sindel, I think we've used that joke quite enough for one day. But do you get it? Out of- Yes, we all get it. Okay, great. <laughs> Not sure who said it first, but, <laughs> you know, it might have been me. Anyway, <laughs> fashion, the news. Um, excuse me, Alex's mom, but do you think we might be able to finish this fashion show? This is kind of a big opportunity for me. Oh, yes, of course. In fact, that's why I'm here. I brought all of your designs from back home and a crew of models to show them. Human models, alien models, all together. Stomp that runway. It's human fashion. It's human fashion. It's alien fashion. It's alien fashion. It's human fashion. Alien fashion. And now they're done. Yeah! Wow. That show was out of this. Sindel, that's enough. <laughs> Back to you, Ted. Ah, uh, sheesh. And now over to trip with sports. <laughs> sports. The end. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi! Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! What's that delivery? Groceries. Uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting- It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot it's of- It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi? Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If. Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. If is in theaters May 17th. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing If because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. 
Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, If celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters May 17th. And now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call. First up, we've got a story by Cedric, an 11-year-old in Canada, and it's called The Sock Test, House or Show? Now, this story is pretty special because, first of all, I have to say, I'm not sure that we have ever had a story submitted to us that was written on an actual typewriter. Cedric typed up this story on a 1962 Webster XL 5000 typewriter. That's pretty cool. But this story also has my favorite character name of the week. It is a game show host whose name is Don Socking Von Sockington, courtesy of Count Sockula of Sockylvania, descendant of Sockerman Von Sockington, Don Wright Sock III. Cedric, just an excellent job through and through. Thank you, my friend. Next up, a story called Ah by Michelle, a seven-year-old from New Jersey. And this story is pretty short, so I think I can read the whole thing. Him, I fell down and ah, I scraped my knee and had to limp home and ah, my sister tackled me. That's how bad my day was. Great story, Michelle. Ah! Shout out to Portia, an eight-year-old in Virginia who sent us the story, Rich Mango. And I love a story where the main character is impossibly rich and just doesn't understand how good they have it. It's such a wonderful way to give a character like a fatal flaw, at the same time, give them like almost like superpowers. And this character is just like that. It's Rich Mango, which is not a mango named Rich. It's a mango who is very rich. And the infuriating thing about Rich Mango is that they just keep getting richer throughout the story. It doesn't seem fair. And even though Rich Mango never seems to share any of their money, you just can't help but love them. I love Rich Mango. Portia, great job. And finally, we have the story No Dance Club by Galileo, a seven-year-old from Utah. And maybe you've heard of a story before of a town or a place where dancing is banned? Well, this story's the opposite of that. Galileo came up with a town where you have to dance. But there is a secret alliance of people in this town who start the No Dance Club because they don't dance. As Galileo says in the story, they might not know how to dance, but they were smart. 
And if you want to see exactly how the No Dance Club outwits the dancers, you're going to have to read the whole story. To read all of today's Roll Call stories, just head to storypirates.com slash podcast. That was Roll Call. Now it's time for you to write us a story. Grown-ups can't submit kids' stories at storypirates.com. And remember, we respond to every single story we receive. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and a big thanks to Ariana, today's author. We'll be back next week with another brand new story. Until then, stay creative and stay kind. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Story Pirates Studios, executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Baer, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer at The Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Roll call theme by Andrew Barbado. The Mutant and the Model was adapted by Peter McNerney and features performances by Langston Darby, Lindsay Ford, Matthew Gehring, Kristen Henley, Megan O'Neill, and Peter McNerney. Contributing writers are Megan O'Neill and Lee Overtree. What, you're still here? (laughs) Okay, sure. I'll show you some of my famous fashion collection. Here again is my famous mustard cloak. Many people say I was the first person to put mustard all over a cloak. In fact, I'll admit that the idea didn't even come to me until one time when I was eating from a vat of mustard and it spilled all over my face and got on my cloak. At the time, I was on my way into a fashion show, and so I pretended that I did it on purpose. And the next thing you knew, it was a hit! Soon everyone was drinking vats of mustard and spilling it disgustingly all over their faces and all down their cloaks. You probably think I'm crazy. (laughs) And maybe I am, but that's fashion, baby! (laughs) That's fashion!